<laughs> Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> well, I had to think about it. I see that. I had to think about what day it was. I know it's, it's been a while. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and, and be glad in it. How's everyone doing? I guess people are telling us right now how they do. <laughs> Good morning. Let's see who we have online. We have Troy Armstrong, Brittany Castile. We have Carla Bro, Misty Wilson, Kenyatta Wilson, uh, and I saw a couple of other people, but good morning to you. Make sure you share the video, get it out to as many people as you can. We're back. Uh, we've been out for a couple of days doing a few things. Uh, our daughter started her first day at work Yay. at HPE. Yeah, she's yeah. doing well. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. Yep, yep. Uh, we had a graduation on Sunday. Woo hoo! Word Power Bible College mm -hmm. graduation. That was awesome. We did it on our promised land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so we met for the first time Sunday morning out there. And then that evening we had the graduation. Mm -hmm. I, think it, I think it went okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had a few things. Uh, we had to have a debriefing on afterwards but it's all good it's all good it's all good. yeah it's good to uh discuss a um you know an issue or something that happened you know after it happens yeah that's right uh, to in your mind go through the scenario and make some decisions mm -hmm. that's right you know about how you're gonna go forward you know mm -hmm. it's always good to do that so uh we've been dealing with some very interesting things when it comes to um, marriage and family. Mm -hmm. Tonight is Wednesday. I look forward. I look. I'm looking forward to dealing with some things uh, in relationship matters. We're going to tackle that again, and um, let's let's look at the blended family today. I know we started it last time we were together. Yes, and um, we're going to dig into that a little bit more and talk about some of the issues that come along with the blended family right. i want to say this i think it's very uh very uh very good to be in a family mm. you know whether mistakes were made in the past we can't linger in the past True. we can't live in the past and um we just don't want to repeat the same old mistakes, mistakes. of the past yeah. so mm -hmm. let's let's go forward with this new idea of of kingdom living uh, I was thinking today about how we are very westernized in our thinking. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when a westernized person thinks uh, about something, they say, well, if something happens, then we don't want it to happen again. Right. But an Eastern... Or it won't happen it again. It won't happen again. Right. But an Eastern-minded person says if something ha has happened in the past, it it's will gonna gonna happen. happen again. It will happen again. Mm -hmm. And so as a as a Western mind, I want us to get to the point to where this thing can happen again if you don't make the necessary changes. Yeah. And start thinking kingdom mm -hmm. rather than thinking religious or thinking Christianity. Let's think kingdom. Yes. So uh let's jump into the scriptures that we have. 
on um on this i think it's genesis chapter 2 uh verse 24 do you have it on your screen? oh i have it yes uh genesis 2 well you know uh 2 and 24 is therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed and then there's matthew 19 5 through 6 that says for this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the two shall become one, one flesh. flesh so they that so that they are no more two but one flesh what therefore god has joined together let no man put asunder right so let's talk let's do a little bit here about um people saying well i married the right one or <laughs> you know i married uh god's choice for my life and then they get a divorce um how do you navigate through that you know when, when the Bible says the two shall become one flesh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, um, was my first marriage not the one that God chose? You know, did, did God make a mistake or did I make a mistake? Well, no question about that. You know, God doesn't choose your mate. Right. Uh, when we read the story in Genesis, we see that God paraded the woman before the man and that he actually had looked at all the animals and assessed that these animals were not compatible with his uh, mm -hmm. humanity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think also that what God was doing was making a distinction between not only dominance, because obviously once you name a thing, then you own mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You, you have dominion over the things that you name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but not only did he establish dominion, but he also established the uh, the priority, the human priority over that of the animal and plant world or, or even the material world. Mm -hmm. uh, because obviously uh, God would not have told the the the, the man um, would not have paraded, would, would not have allowed the man to be a speaking spirit. Right. Right. And to recognize the distinction between the essence of the woman Mm. And then the plant world, the material world, and the animal world, and the yeah. animal world. Mm -hmm. He noticed that the woman had both the essence of God yeah. on the inside of her, and the, and the essence of Himself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on the inside. Yeah. So then he made a distinction in the order of priorities of the human versus the animal, plant, and material yeah. world. Yeah. So we're not here to dominate each other. We're not here to dominate each other. Yeah. So that's what he established the equality. Yeah. So so the the equality is in that in that this is when when Adam saw this woman, he said, "This is bone of my bone, flesh of my right. flesh." When he made the he made the distinction that this is the one that God has made like yes. me. Yes. And so now, I make the choice. Yes. So so it's up to you on who you choose god will give you the one uh god will parade the one but it's up to you to make the choice now let's say i made a choice mm -hmm. and i thought he, he she was the one and then we get a divorce is the next one you know what i'm saying the next person i marry uh am i disobeying god mm -hmm. you know because there's a law you know there's a law in people's mind that you know if you 
get a divorce and you marry somebody else, then you're committing adultery. Right. You know. So and yeah, I'm I'm just trying to jump into this OID. Oh yeah, I'll, I, I, I have blended. a jumping off yeah. point. You know. Um, but you know what you're what you're speaking of. There is some scriptural reference uh, that gives people, you know, and there is some 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 spiritual backing mm-hmm. to say that once you've married someone to go back and remarry, uh, there is uh, some level of uh, of of um, disobedience involved there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not going to deny that the scripture does make mention of such things, right? Uh, but I think that the issue that I would like to discuss today, you know, first of all, we don't, we don't, God didn't choose our mate. Mm -hmm. You know, you might think, well, God chose Eve for Adam, but no, God created Eve and then Adam chose her Mm -hmm. once she was paraded in front of her. That way, what he established in that, just like he said that a man should honor his mother and father, even though Adam and Eve were without mother and father, what he was establishing was that the man chose her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He recognized that she was the one for him. Right. right. Now there might be someone in your life who's actually uh, perfect for you, who you won't choose Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. You won't choose that person. Mm -hmm. So it is not God's choice. It is man's choice. But now, the number one priority, if we're talking priorities, has to be God and his word. Mm-hmm. And so the major yeah. violation yeah. in marriage is not to place God's word and his spirit above all of our human wants and desires. Mm-hmm. That's why the uh, divorce rate is just as high in yeah. the church world mm-hmm. as it is in the uncultivated mm-hmm. world uh, that has rejected God. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to uh, just kind of Address and then we're gonna hit your jumping off spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to address the whole idea of well, am I committing adultery if I get if I remarry? Yeah, well, you the, know, the, I, well, let me just let me just yeah, say this. Yeah, so part. much involved there. Let me say this part. <laughs> the 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 thing about that is that that was under the old covenant, and when a person would commit would commit, a, you know, let's say that they would marry before a year, you couldn't remarry, mm-hmm. but then the blood would be poured out again, and they could. When you remarry now, it is not considered adultery. Right. Because of, of what God has established in this New Testament of grace. Uh, the blood of Jesus eradicated all sin. Right. And so you can actually start over again with God's grace. You know, you're not committing some cardinal sin if you remarry, is what I'm saying. You're not, you're not committing some... Uh, unpardonable sin if you remarry and you can start over in God's goodness, start over with God's word and allow yourself to now be taught, Mm -hmm. you know, don't go into the same old thing. Don't try to go into something new doing the same, the same, living the same way. I wasn't really ready to go down that road today, but there is some new Testament reference to remarrying and you can see where uh, in the scripture, it does tell you, if you decide to leave your spouse, then do not get remarried. Mm-hmm. And so there is some New Testament scriptural evidence that, uh, you know, that would would indicate that maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't get remarried. So, you know, I, I want to always kind of like rightly divide the scripture yeah. 
and well, and at least you know admit that there is a, a reference to it and a yeah. precedence and there is some scriptural backing to the I- idea yeah, yeah. Uh, and so i, I, I want to acknowledge that yeah. I, I feel like that um but I also have to acknowledge the forgiveness and mm-hmm. so forth that yeah. and the grace that we find in. The and we might have to just break it down on another day. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's a that's a that's a yeah. a, a, um, a rabbit trail that you know I you know I don't I don't feel ready to go down at this yeah. point in our discussion. But I, I'll say that um, that uh, you know there's no easy navigating of this subject even in the new testament Mm -hmm. uh if when you see things mentioned in the new testament though you can reference it as a way of living Mm -hmm. even today when it's old testament you can uh discern that that was for a different day a different different time and the bible calls it a different dispensation right and so um you know uh in this day and in this hour and in this time a lot of people find themselves at that crossroad mm-hmm. of having to navigate. You're a Christian. You're trying to do what's right. But this situation, this marriage and this relationship is just not working out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the the real question is, you know, how do I prioritize in this new blended family in yeah. order to keep peace in my household? Yeah. And the thing is, everybody is affected by the blended family Mm -hmm. and we think it's a new thing but it's not yeah Mm -hmm. it's not a new thing Mm -hmm. uh the blended family even in america has been an ongoing issue because we've had wars Mm -hmm. all throughout history there have been situations where maybe the father was was killed in a war and so you have a child and a mother Mm -hmm. who now will marry start over yeah Again, yeah. and maybe with a, a father whose wife has died, his medical care has gotten better. Mm-hmm. We have less instances of a widow and a widower, but in the in the old days, it was quite common. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're still yeah. having blended families. We've always had blended families, but the difference is now we're having blended families for different reasons. Right? People are choosing. That, yeah. divorce yeah they're choosing to be blended whereas before a lot of times they fell into that mode because Mm -hmm. of the situation and when when we're talking about the blended family um you know the thing about being in this new relationship is that you have to start to cut the ties of the old and you know uh, sometimes that's not as easy as it may sound you know a lot of times you may say well we have a child between myself and my old and my older and my spouse, my previous spouse, and so how do I navigate through that? And you know, one of the things that we talked about, I believe, the last time we were together, is the unresolved, mm. you know, the unresolved feelings for an ex spouse, you know, right. and how I how do I prioritize that unresolved feeling? You know, every time I see my son, I see my ex in my son. Every time I see my child. Uh, and I, oh, I have to go take my child to my ex, you know, I'm seeing that person again, you know? And so how do I break out of that? You know, and which priority structure am I in now? You Mm -hmm. know, which, where do I place my ex and my new spouse? Where do I place that priority? You know, so let's kind of dive into that, you know, because a lot of people don't have 
the knowledge yeah of what to do in this situation i, I still have feelings for my ex but i want to be in love with my new spouse you know well one of the things that i would say is first of all put god put god first in everything you do absolutely i think that's key yeah yeah you know uh god is a jealous god so place him first mm. and he will if you allow him to be the pinnacle of how you do things, he will give you the wisdom on how to handle everything below. Right. And the Holy Spirit being the guide, being the lead. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what's number two, you know, um, when it, when you're dealing with a priority concerning a blended family? So we talked about the unresolved feelings for the ex-spouse. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people are still dealing with either they really still love their spouse, their ex, or they really hate them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you might say, well, hate, that's a strong word for a Christian. But a lot of times people feel this deep anger. And anger is a word that's safer for us to go to because we can handle anger. Mm -hmm. We can, because there's a certain strength in being angry. And when you talk about being hurt, there's a certain weakness involved. So we don't like to say that we're hurt. We like to say that we're angry. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is that we're still hurt behind some uh, incident or something that went on in your ex-marriage, in your, in your, uh, your old relationship with your ex-spouse. And, you know, those feelings can carry you for yeah. the next you know, decade mm -hmm. or possibly longer. Mm -hmm. And um, so the first thing you want to do is focus on your current spouse. But listen, you have to forgive. challenge yourself to forgive your ex. Forgive them, forgive mm -hmm. them, forgive yeah. them, forgive them, forgive them. And it's so easy for us to sit in this position and say, let it go yeah. because we're not the ones being re-injured all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. but I also recognize that everybody knows what it's like to be to try to forgive somebody and be re-injured mm -hmm. over and over again. Yeah. So we know that forgiveness is not a one time deal. It is often a process. Yeah. And we yeah. have to convince our hearts to forgive until our heart truly catches up mm -hmm. with what we know is right. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is righteous. I want I was uh, thinking about Abraham when he first. You know, his wife told, well, Sarah told Abraham, go sleep with the maid, you know, and he had a child with the maid. Oh, yeah. And then and then all of a sudden. Bad idea. Things happen, you know, the maid gave birth to Ishmael, which was a mistake. And now Ab well, Abraham, well, it, it was a mistake because he did it in the flesh. So now Abraham is living with his miracle and his mistake, you know, because he's uh, had a child in his old age with Sarah. And that was the promised child. So now he's living with his mistake and his miracle. And a lot of times people are fighting that. And it's hard to focus on your miracle when you still got your mistake calling for your right, attention. Right, right. And, and so what you said is good. You're going to have to forgive. That mm -hmm. word forgive to me means cut it off or let go. Right. Let it go. Right. And Abraham had to let go of the bond made. He had to let go of his son Ishmael mm -hmm. so that he could focus on. And that's a hard thing to do. Well, some of the ways you can start focusing on your new current spouse and getting rid of the idea of your old spouse is maybe get rid of some of the mementos. Mm, now you're talking about cutting soul ties. Cutting soul ties, you know, because <laughs> I, I, you know, you, you say focus on your current spouse, right. but how do I do that when I still got the echoes of my ex? Ooh. 
that's you know? all. So, so sometimes you have to practically get rid of certain things, get rid of those old mementos, get rid so of those are we, old. What we're doing in essence is getting this person out of our mind, out of our system. Get them, get them out of our everyday thought life. Yeah. And how do you do that when that phone is always ringing? Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's the thing that where I go back to ask God how to do this, you know, uh, forgiveness is not for the person. Forgiveness is for you. Right. And it's for your heart. Mm. Uh, you're going to have to be able to not be bothered when that person calls you. Right. Out. So what are your thoughts concerning boundaries and and the blended family? So I, I believe that anything that has to do with the new spouse and the old spouse, there should not be separate phone calls. And I know we're going to get into this. I don't want to I don't want to get jump ahead. Mm-hmm. Um but there should not be like separate phone calls, mm-hmm. you talking to the ex outside mm-hmm. of the earshot of the new spouse. Right. You right. know, there should not be a communication between the child and, you know, you putting the child in the middle and mm-hmm. different things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, I don't want to jump too far ahead. I know we got a lot, lot more to talk about it, covering mm-hmm. the subject. But, yeah, there are just some practical ways that you can. Cut, cut that other person healthy off. boundaries Hel- yeah healthy, healthy boundaries. boundaries yeah don't come don't come by my house if you know my current husband's not here you know those kind of things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so you know yeah i have a i have a a, a really you know kind of a, a outline of how i like to talk about this and another thing i like to mention you know after we discuss like the unresolved feelings with the ex-spouse i also like to talk about lower trust and higher expectations mm. When when there is a new marriage, mm-hmm. there is lower trust mm-hmm. for the new spouse and there's higher expectations mm-hmm. for the new spouse. And what we don't often acknowledge is that once you've been divorced, your probability of getting divorced again is it's now not- higher. Mm-hmm. Why? Because now you're going into marriage, not with the blissful feelings and the uh, positive outlook of good things. But now your eyes have been opened Mm -hmm. in a lot of respects and you're not expecting good, Mm -hmm. say like a a newly married couple would. Your expectation is centered around your anxiety Mm -hmm. about your former relationship. Mm -hmm. So you have higher anxiety. For instance, you know, for a a young child who has been in a... a, Mm -hmm household where mom and dad may have argued they may have not always gotten along Mm -hmm. however they stayed together they understand the resilience of a relationship they understand that maybe we argue maybe we don't always get along but at the end of the day we stay together yeah we stay together yeah but now for a child who grew up in a household where uh, it was always making up and breaking up. It mm-hmm. was always divorce, divorce, divorce. Mm-hmm. Now they go into a relationship thinking, well, now how long will this last? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, when they argue, they think, is this the argument that's going to lead to my divorce? Mm-hmm. Wow. They think that, you know, I don't know if we have what it takes mm-hmm. to uh, to have a forever love, mm-hmm. to have a uh till death do us part yeah. covenant yeah you know uh i don't know if, if this is my first marriage like entering into the 
to it with a defeated mindset. Right. You already yeah. think that divorce is a possibility. Mm -hmm. And so we have to address that lower trust. Yeah. I don't know if I can trust you with my all because when we get divorced, how yeah. will I feel? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's a higher expectation because we have what's called baggage, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Baggage. Putting your putting the lens on of looking at everybody, every new relationship through the lens of the old relationship. Right. That yeah. higher expectation. This is a reaction to hurt, which says that you are guilty mm -hmm. until proven innocent. Mm -hmm. Whatever you know, my ex did. What, however, he stepped out. However, she stepped out on the marriage. However, she disrespected me. You'll you'll eventually do it, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, or else, how about this one? You will never speak to me that way. Yeah, yeah. You will never do this. Oh, I will never let anybody speak to me this way. Right. Ever and, again. Yeah, you know, they right. make that vow. Right. People make these vows, yeah. and then you know when, and then when the the new spouse maybe has a a, a slip up and they make a mistake, then you're ready to throw out the baby with the bathwater, mm. so to speak. Yeah. You're not going to put up with that again. Yeah. And so there's that anxiety raising up its ugly head wow. again. Wow. Uh, that, that, that lower trust and higher expectation. Mm. Um, so there's that feeling that you are not going to hurt me again. I'm never going to be hurt in that way again. And yet the trust is lower. So what happens then now, you know, you're, you're divorced and yeah. mm -hmm. you're ready to start dating again. Well, you know, in all things we have to, you know, as spiritual people, as spirit filled people, now we have to get you know, the mind of Christ mm -hmm. concerning marriage. We have to get the mind of Christ concerning this new relationship. Yeah. First of all, we don't date uh, to mate. To mate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, I understand that it's hard for some people once that uh, door to sexuality and closeness and intimacy has been opened. It's a hard door to close, yeah. you know, because mm -hmm. of course everybody likes that feeling of being close to someone, but we know that it's a facade unless you have the true emotions behind it. Yeah. So rather than date to mate, what you want to do is date to discover. Yeah. That's right. The mating has yeah. to go back to the biblical perspective of not fornicating mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in your relationship. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, not time is up, but a lot of times people are looking for companionship, you know. They want closeness. They want closeness. And you cannot establish that having sex. Yeah, you cannot force closeness. Yeah, yeah. Sex is not a, a, a result to, I mean, sex doesn't bring you to closeness. Sex is as a result of the closeness between a married couple, you know. Right. Um, uh, but we're going to jump into this some more tomorrow. I, I think it's really good. And I know it, in the beginning here, it, it generated a lot of questions that I felt like people were maybe asking. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just kind of... Yeah, I was not ready for your questions yeah, this you morning. Know, <laughs> yeah, so we looked before, it was just, I was just picking up in my spirit that people were asking certain questions and, and, and wanting to know, well, mm -hmm. you know, am I wrong mm -hmm. for wanting to date again? Am I wrong for wanting to be married again? I, You know, me and my first husband didn't work out or me and my first wife didn't work out. How do I navigate through those feelings and that and that feeling of guilt and right. condemnation? And uh, that's why I say it's good for us to come back and talk about some things where yeah. biblically we can put into context what it means 
to yeah. be married in the New Testament. And, and covenant. I think, you know, in regard to that question, I would say this dream a new dream. Yeah, that's right. That's it. That's what I was thinking. You have to be able to dream a new dream. And we're going to get into this tomorrow. But, you know, we have to find a way to allow our past to be behind us. That's right. Especially when there are so many hurts attached to it. Mm -hmm. When, you know, our dream, you know, the dream marriage, the white picket fence and the red door, you know, idea has been broken now it's time to dream a new dream yeah and we have to go to god with our dreams we have to go to god with our expectations and say lord help me dream a A new new dream dream based on how you want things to go for me based on my purpose yeah based on how you design me yeah and i think that's a great place to start yeah we're going to pick up here tomorrow listen i want to give you a quick little commercial we are our bible college the sign up, the registration is now. Uh, if you're interested in being part of our Bible college this year, we will meet uh, in a brick and mortar building as well as have online classes. And so if you are interested in being a part of our Bible college, we already have several people that have signed up, several couples. Praise God. Um, but you can go to our website. It's wpbiblecollege.org. Or you can go to uh, or call our office line at 281 281- Six nine four five 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 six. Also, in August, August the thirteenth, we're going to have a Blackberry Festival. It's going to be a dessert challenge on our property. Um, I think it's going to be from ten to six o'clock. It's going to be good. You want to be a part of it? Uh, listen, we're still looking for vendors. We're still looking for. Uh, we want some food trucks and we need some sponsors. So, if you want to be a part of that, please go to our website, wordpowerchurch.com. Click on uh, the events tab and you can find out all about it. Amen. We are going to have a July 4th picnic. And so if you want to be a part of that, it's going to be like a pot blessing. Bring something out. Bring your chairs out. Uh, let's let's enjoy ourselves on our property. Amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. See you tonight for Rama Cafe. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. <laughs>